0: Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Starry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc., this podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two, you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Stary Music Podcast. Also consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review in iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Yogi Barrett. Love is the most important thing in the world, but baseball is pretty good too. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Mark Starry Music Podcast, episode 131. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you from St. Paul, Minnesota, on the day after one of the biggest snowstorm weekends I've ever seen. Maybe the listenership will be up this week with folks listening to podcasts while shoveling. Thursday, Brian K. Johnson and myself jammed at Lucky's 13 in Roseville, Minnesota. Dylan the barback and I both agreed that mania this year, though a little long, was awesome. Friday, I played a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. Good to see Story, his family, and Praz out. Also, big thanks to my dad for letting me use his truck, which came in mighty handy on the white knuckle winter drive back to Turtle Lake. Saturday. Despite a valiant effort by Harley Davidson Andrew and his lumber truck to get me to Eagle Lounge in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin, the show was cancelled due to one of the worst snowstorms ever. And it sucked. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, April 18th. 2018, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Holt, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, April 19th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself will be jamming at b Club in Roseville, Minnesota from 6 to 9 p.m. Friday, April 20th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and I will be rocking out at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota from 5 to 7 p.m. Saturday, April 21st, Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rambling on down to Forest Lake, Minnesota to rock out Vanellis by the Lake from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Part one of three with the top five baseball music moments of all time with our celebrity guest panel of Andrew Crowley, Dave Wright, and myself. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to the Mark Steri Music Podcast, part three of our top five baseball music moments of all time, according to our celebrity guest panel of Mr. Dave Wright. Yeah, sir. Mr. Andy Crowley, and our judge, Mr. Dustin Biestrom. We are here at the beautiful B-Dale Club in Roseville/Saint Paul, Minnesota, my favorite bar of all time. We are starting to pull in the crowd here uh, to see people hear about this battle that's we been going on for three crowd. weeks. All right, and we have uh, we have Rob and Dana from Edina Realty here watching us. They're friends of ours. They were How here doing, last Rob? Tuesday when we uh, maybe they can help Dustin judge a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then a name yeah. stay here, the best cribbage player this side of the Mason Dixon line. We have a vet here as yeah. well. <laughs> and we have Joan back there by yeah. the bar. We have Gloria, one of our favorite people, too. And we have Kate Bartending. What's the cook's name? It's not JT Joe, tonight. Joe, and Joe. Joe. Joe is Joe. cooking tonight. It's so regular. Yeah, yeah excellent yeah, food yeah, down was, here. Yeah. Food. Uh, yeah. I haven't been to really another bar since the podcast in, like, months and months. So we encourage you guys. come down to the Have DL you left club. even? I mean.
1: <laughs> we've been
0: sitting here now for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: we've been here for quite a while. Yeah, three
0: yeah. weeks yeah. straight, yeah. you know, so. Uh, having this uh, Trying a new vodka drink I was talking about With the cab driver yeah. here mm-hmm. I'm doing a vodka uh, A vodka What's it Cranberry, Cranberry yeah, a With deal. a splash yeah. Of soda mm. Okay Just to be
1: a dick yeah. <laughs> Is that the name Of the drink <laughs> Just, to Could be. Be. Just Could to be Just to be a dick Could
0: be <laughs> You know, and then Dave, he's been drinking straight whiskey, and he's got to puffing on a little marijuana cigarette, yeah. too, right there. <laughs> somebody ha- somebody yeah. has to. <laughs> yeah. Somebody has to. Legalize it, right, Dave? Right. Exactly. Every time he gets a microphone, it's you know, what he
2: says. Outdoor baseball. That's where we have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so here we are. Um, our judge, and just the audience that is seeing here, we are, this is our final episode, and we are, here's the trophy for the week. We're battling over a working eight-track of Deep Purple's Machine Head. Is yeah, the trophy? Right. You can make yeah. a necklace yeah. out of it. You mm-hmm. can use it. You can throw it away if you want. But this is from, this is from the the judge, Dustin. Uh, donated this, and Dustin wanted to start off this conversation with a quick question about pitches, right?
3: Yeah. So I'm looking at the notes here, and it's going to be yeah. real tight, right? Yeah. The competition for this yeah. this deep purple A track is, is fierce. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, Sort of one thing that I was thinking of, especially with you guys being promoters and dealing with sometimes, mm. with the talent, mm. yep. is uh, I was wondering about maybe the worst ceremonial first pitch you've ever seen, mm. or oh, maybe geez. maybe even the character that came to do the first pitch that was was the biggest jerk. It really. Oh
1: wow! Uh, that is a great question. That's like tough because they're usually so awesome. That's a great question.
0: It's oh. a great question. Mm. Oh god! Yeah, Dave. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm trying to think of
2: Let's put Dave I'm on trying the to spot. think of who would, I I am having a mind blank here unfortunately um, I saw some saw somebody at a Dod, at a Dodger game who who had like a four hopper um, the most impressive one, I thought was that girl who pitched in the Little League World Series the 14-year-old girl from New York that pitched in the Little League World Series and they took, brought her out to Dodger Stadium, and she threw a strike. The whole, the whole plate, the, everybody was kind of like, my God. She threw right down the middle. But, you know, Andy could probably tell more than me. I'm sure the Saints have had a few that, you know, you know, they throw it in the dugout instead of getting, getting, getting at the home plate.
1: You know, I don't well, – okay, so they can throw them anywhere. You're yeah. right. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, yeah. we've – I don't know if i have ever gone to the dugout or not, no. but there have been no. several no. challenged throws, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but if we try to calculate, you know, yeah. try to add it up, but I – I just can't think of any bad attitude, yeah. which is sort of what I picked up from you. Is like I can't think of anyone going out there with a, a grimace and saying, oh, I'm going to, you know. Uh, I will tell you,
2: since you asked for a spell, I'll tell, mm-hmm. give you a great first pitch story. Don mm-hmm. Vogel mm-hmm. was a talk show host uh, in this town here 25 years ago, and he wanted to throw out a first pitch at Saints game. Uh, and he promoted the hell out of the Saints, and he had Beck on and all. And the trick to this was Don Vogel's blind.
1: Is he so, really? Yeah, he was blind. Okay.
2: So he came out to draw the first pitch. I don't remember if it was the first game, but it was the first weekend. It might have been the first game. And he came out and practiced one day. <laughs> which was interesting. Wow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was really interesting. Uh and then he came and he threw the first pitch and he didn't get it to the plate, but it but it wasn't as bad as we were figuring out I'll give you one of the since you asked first pitch, mm-hmm. one other first pitch. Mm-hmm. And this is, I will tell you and I'm sorry you weren't you weren't there for this, Andy, because you would have enjoyed this. My mm. favorite Saints moment of all my time there was the first home playoff game, the first year, mm. we got Calvin Griffith to throw out the first pitch.
1: All right. Yeah. Now
2: I got him from a friend I knew Jim Rance, who was the farm director pretty well, yep. who gave me his home phone number and I called him and he dined him. This is nineteen ninety three. He sold the twins a couple years earlier. Yep. And he goes, Oh, VEX team. Yeah, sure, why not? Okay. Yeah. So he comes out to throw out the first pitch. It's kind of a cold night. It's a playoff game, first playoff game. Place is packed, just packed. He, what he was worried about was he was going to get booed. Uh, and I said, no, no, mm-hmm. Calvin, this crowd's going to love you. And he walks out there, and the crowd just goes crazy, you know, that he's going to throw out the first pitch. Now, Calvin, remember, was a big man. And he gets on the mound, and the wind is blowing pretty hard, and he starts to throw, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's going to fall. He's going to fall right over. But he steadies himself, and it goes right down the middle. And he comes off, and he looks at it, and goes, I don't know what the hell you guys thought. Stu Miller fell off the mound in the All-Star game because he weighs 150 pounds. I don't weigh any damn 150 pounds. that <laughs> walk to <through> his <laughs> seat. <laughs> you know, but the, the first pitch, that was a great moment to have Calvin Griffith. The other one we had was from the first year. Joe Hauser was an old minor league star, played for the Minneapolis Millers, had the record. For home runs in a season, 69, hit in the minor leagues, Barry Bonds actually broke his record. Uh, Hauser had the record. Uh, But he played Minneapolis. Well, we brought him in on Father's Day, uh, the first year, on that first Sunday, 94 years old. Brought him in from Wisconsin, um, and he and he, you know, had great stories to tell. Dave Moore, who was a great baseball guy from CCO, M-c-ed mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and and Hauser threw out the first pitch, yeah. uh, And he said, You know, he said, I'm 94. Uh, he says, Can I cheat a little bit? Can I move up a couple steps? He said, You can move up wherever you want, Mr. Hauser. Mm-hmm. He did tell, I have to tell you one other quick story uh, just to show you how baseball kind of gaps. He says, uh, Hauser played in the big leagues a little bit, he didn't have a long time, but. When he played in the big leagues in 1927, his manager was Ty Cobb. Oh so boy. he connects mm-hmm. with Ty Cobb. And he said, "Ty, and Hauser's nickname was Untricho. He says, Ty mm-hmm. Cobb. And Dave Moore, mm-hmm. giddy Dave Moore, said, geez, you played with Ty Cobb. Tell me about playing with Ty Cobb. He says, hate it, the son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Right <laughs> over the mic.
1: That's awesome. <laughs>
2: 5,000 people <laughs> fell off their seats laughing so hard. He says he wanted Unser Cho to oh, bunt. No. Unser Cho don't bunt. Unser Cho hits home runs.
1: Wow. <laughs> and my, he threw out a first back. My Ooh. first game uh, that, I, that I saw when I was invited to check out the Saints situation, which was their last regular season game in 2002, I do recall that if we're going to go age wise, yeah, yeah. chronologically like that, I don't know this guy's actual age, but apparently the Saints had rifled through the phone book, found a man by the name of George Washington, and asked yep. him to throw in the first pitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh my God, that's great. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, you guys, those are great stories. Uh, thanks to our, our uh, Judge Dustin for bringing those to the table for sure here. Um, Okay, it's all come down to this. We hope you listeners are now excited for baseball, excited for spring. That's why we decided we'd change it up a little bit these next few last few weeks and talk okay. about a little baseball and a little music mixing it together. So I hope you guys are enjoying it, and thanks to our guests for sure. It's down to this. Rocky Balboa and Apollo do, Creed. Do, 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 do. And they're down to the last punches. <laughs> it's Muhammad Ali Steve, stop, versus Joe stop, Frazier.
2: Stop.
0: It's Tyson and Holyfield. Yeah minus the ear-biting. Actually, it might get to be ear-biting well, for be. all I know. Could be. Everyone wants to s eight track. Um, I can barely contain myself here. The, leaving, audience is, the audience is going nuts here. Rob and Dana from Edina Realty and Yvette and the whole crew. Joan, they're all going nuts here. Dave, you're the man with the plan. you gotta stri- you got to strike uh. first blood. Dave, what is your number one best baseball music moment of all Time.
2: Well, we were talking before about it. It's funny about how this sport, more than any other sport, inspires music, inspires great songs. I don't know of another sport that inspires songs like this. And my favorite come, comes from a movie, comes from the movie Bull Durham. Uh, uh, whenever I hear John Fogarty's center field, uh, when I do high school baseball games, I do the PA form. That's the one we use to start a game. And if that doesn't get you excited to play baseball, nothing will. <laughs> Because it's just, it's vintage Fogarty, it's upbeat, you know, the whole time. Yeah. And, and what's interesting about it is he does mention a few baseball names here or mm-hmm. there. But he really, but he, but, he does, but he doesn't go back, you know, there's a lot of those songs that have, the history or have old history baseball names. This is just upbeat, let's go, let's play, you know, uh, you know get out there. And then, like I said, if that song doesn't get you excited to play a baseball game, then you're a football person.
3: Right from the opening riff too. Yeah, right from the oh, riff. Right yeah,
2: from the rifle to, to get things started right away there. You know, it's just it's just wonderfully upbeat. It, yeah, it goes maybe three, three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, just long enough that actually for a guy like me it's perfect 'cause you can play it you can play it in two half innings and it's just a, each team gets and I I try to do it when they as they're hitting the field, you know, to do their warm ups do their throws and everything. Like I said, if that doesn't get you excited then nothing will. You that's, that's a
0: great answer. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a home run right there, Dave.
4: Oh!
0: He threw the well. Oh, Andy Crowley's getting worked up now. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. H- I'm
1: holding the uh, A track in my hand. He drew and, blood.
0: Um, he drew blood there. I'm just
1: going to slide it over to you. Here you go, <laughs> Dave. All right. <laughs> <laughs> which reminds me, I thought that would be an interesting rule. If you're way behind, or interesting option in baseball, if you're way behind, why can't the manager from one team come running out with a flag and saying, We surrender! It never happens, but it could what be what good entertainment.
3: It's on the Little League games I play. Is that right? <laughs> oh,
1: awesome. Wow. All right. Mr. Andy Crowley. I don't know. You know, there's are, there's so many so many things that I could bring <laughs> yeah. up right now, but um, and I don't know which one is number one, to be fair. So... <laughs> Um, but um,
0: I might say Dave's was uh, my number one uh, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, there
1: you go. No, yeah. Well, it's just oh, upbeat.
0: Ahead. It's just really upbeat yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Bill Murray walked up one day at Midway. This was at Midway, two print stories maybe with Bill, Hi. but they're the Midway and the new new place. But I don't know. But anyway, he walked up one day during a game and he goes, "Hey, can you play a Raspberry Beret?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> If he requests a song I usually throw it in immediately yeah. I use it as a walk up or whatever and so I did right and uh, guy got a hit you know like Raspberry Berets walking you know you know what I mean the intro to the lovely I mean the great song so I'm like hmm maybe I'll try this again right so next batter we got another hit right next thing you know the bases are loaded I, I was using this basically as a rally song which is what bill said yes keep going you know or something like that and you know we were behind by a run or two i don't remember who we were who we were up against who we were playing but it was a really funny awesome moment um and on the other on the flip side of that of course when prince passed uh bill came walking by um and asked to play uh uh version of uh trying to think of who the artist is but it was someone covering a Prince song and it's just really mellow' I'll, I'll, it'll come to me in a moment I think and um, anyway I mean I, I it was it was it was pretty intense because the whole you know right. everyone was feeling down especially when that song comes out and bill yells out it's so gorgeous mm-hmm. and I remember just being a really transcending moment you know um, um, kind of sad but kind of like really cool at the same time wow. were you, Andy uh, well, I don't
2: know if you were there were you there the 90 coach third base
1: uh, no he coached
2: there. one night. We Marty Scott was the manager, mm-hmm. uh, and Marty and he and Bill would come to games and sometimes coach first base. First game ever, he coached first base. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it was meant to be fun. But he, he said, "I want to try third base." Tonight. And and Marty goes, "Oh, what the hell? You know, why not?" We were down about eight to two. And we went out to coach third base Mm -hmm. and scored seven runs in the last inning. He waved the last guy around on a single. And I'm thinking, (laughs) what is he doing? He's waving him home. And he made it by an inch at the plate on a bang, bang, safe at the plate, bottom of the ninth inning rally, win. And it's one, of the most, it's one of the most amazing things that happened in my nine years there. And, yep. I, and he almost broke his arm. He was waiting. You know how you see third base coaches when they get excited, they mm-hmm. start to go down the line. Mm-hmm. He was right next to him, all the way down the line. Turbo Frazier, I can still remember the guy, and he's he's chasing him down the line to the plate, waving him like crazy, and he's safe at the plate, and he's safe, but it's close, but mm-hmm. he's safe. And you know, and Murray's with his hands up in the air, mm-hmm. right with him, you know. So uh, yeah, you know, I think there's and, some you know, some video footage yeah, they, of that. Yeah, Around. it's it's pretty it's great. A, it's astonishing you yeah. know and we and we end up winning the game you mm-hmm. know uh, we were losing like eight eight or nine to one and came back mm-hmm. and won the game yeah. uh and, <laughs> and marty scott the man just who's a baseball guy and a great mm-hmm. guy he just got a and marty said i hope you i hope you like it you're one and all you're not
0: going for two
1: <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep and wow. so that cover, the Prince cover, was by Mike Zito. In fact, you might like to hear that. Mike know? Zito, Little Red I'll try to yeah. flick,
0: clip into the podcast. Yeah. I said Little Red
2: Corvette bird's too fast Little Red baby, You need a love that's gonna
1: lay in yeah plays at the Caboose once in a while. Really? But, yeah, it's just a beautiful, uh, beautiful Very cool. Yeah. Man, you guys, uh, that
0: was some major stones thrown right there. Nice, day. Okay, my number one baseball music moment of all time. Like I said, I don't have the experiences you guys have being diehard St. Paul Saints guys and baseball guys, but from my own personal experience... When I first fell in love with the sport of baseball and mostly attending games and enjoying the whole camaraderie of it, sure. which still lasts to this day, mm-hmm. I was in sixth grade. I grew up in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin, a very, very small town, mm-hmm. and we very rarely left, especially to come to the cities here. It was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. So in sixth grade, we would come. We'd get a bus, and every sixth grade, they would come up to, Tur- to Twin Cities and go to the Target Center. Mm-hmm. and they Not Target Center. be uh, Metronome, Metronome. Sure, yeah. And to go to a Twins game. Cool. And so we were little kids, went to the Twins game, mm-hmm. and uh, just had a blast, had the, you know, the hot dogs and, the, <sighs> and like the, the popcorn and the hats and wearing them afterwards, because why not, you're a little kid. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, when the game was over, we all got back on the Turtle Lake School District bus, mm-hmm. and I was sitting towards the back, you know, and we all started singing a song. And we would see we sang the nineteen eighty seven song mm-hmm. from the dirty dancing soundtrack <laughs> I've had the time Donald of my, my life. life. Sure. All right. Oh, that's outstanding. <laughs> By Bill Medley yeah. and Jennifer Warrens. Nice. And we, it's vivid, as vivid as I was drinking cocktails with uh, Rob and Dana last Tuesday <laughs> here at the B Club. <laughs> but it was a, uh, that's we all sang that song, yeah. and that started my love of attending big live events and especially baseball live events. That's my number one baseball music moment of all time. Oh, for that's me. outstanding.
1: Awesome. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. Mark wins again. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't.
0: So, anyway, so here's what we do. Yeah. So the judge is Mr. Dustin Biestrom. Uh, do you mind just doing a quick one-two-word review on everyone's five through one? And you, you're the main judge. Maybe we'll get some help from the audience here. Is that cool? That's fine
3: with me. Let okay. The notes. All right. Um, so we started here in number five. Uh, Dave took it, told us an interesting story about the Hallelujah chorus. Yeah. In regards to a Red Sox home run. Fantastic story. Um, Andy told us about his uh, sort of introduction to working for the Saints and, and playing organ in the games, and that was also good. And Mark told us about uh, Drake. Started. Started, from <laughs> yeah. it started from the bottom, now we hit. Which was yeah. uh, Carlos Gomez's walk up song <laughs> yeah. back in uh, probably, probably the 2013 yeah. season. 2011, yeah, somewhere yeah. It was down. one yeah, of those seasons yeah, where the Brewers started so okay. out hot and then faded out.
2: Mm-hmm. There's, There's been a few of those. A lot of them. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> hey, listen. they still throwing haymakers here. No. And, and, as a Detroit guy, as a Detroit guy, well, the I'm Brewers used to this are, this, The
3: and, Brewers are kind of like the Minnesota Vikings yeah, to me yeah, a little bit. That's yeah. similar, right? You never win. You get close. But you never Heart make yeah. you never But make you it. know
1: you're never going to win, so it's really not too much of a no, heartbreak, is it? Oh, okay, I, I enjoy the Brewers. All
3: right. Oh, yeah. Um... So in round four, um, looks like uh, Dave told us about Sinatra's. There was a ballpark there's, right there's here. There used to be a ballpark. Song. That yep. was a cool great cool. story. Yeah. Um, Andy talked about NWA on the 90s night last <laughs> <Yes>. summer. <Sunday, laughs> yes. yes. Where he almost missed a bleep. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but he saved the day, which that's why he's the sound guy of the great the great uh Musical Saint director Saints of the St. Saint Paul Saints. Yeah. We got lucky on that one for sure. And uh, Mark talked about one of my favorites, the beer barrel polka. Yeah, baby. Yeah, which is excellent. For um, the third all time greatest baseball song, Dave told us about uh, the night Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record and uh, Move Over Babe, Here Comes Henry. That was really cool. In Omaha. How many of those home runs did Hank hit in Milwaukee?
2: Quite a few, uh, quite, a, quite a few. Uh, and then, he, of course, he came back to the Brewers at the end of his career yep. uh, and played for them the last the last couple of years. I, was gonna, I got to see him play once at Met Stadium, and actually he played in the first major league game I ever saw in August 1960 at Crossley Field in, in Cincinnati. He, uh, they, the Cincinnati Reds were playing the, the Braves that night. Uh, so, but, uh, he was wonderful. <laughs> and he could play outfield. He, 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 could, he, he was a good outfielder for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't run real well, but he had a great arm. You know, very underrated arm. So, so I to I see why Milwaukee was heartbroken when he left. Uh, you know, there's a statue of him in Eau Claire. He, started, he, really? he started in Eau Claire as really? a shortstop. And if you go to the Eau Claire ballpark, they're in that college league.
1: Yeah.
3: There's oh, a big yeah.
2: statue yeah. of Aaron right outside the ballpark. I used
3: to go to a few Eau Claire Express games. Yeah, Eau Claire, yeah. Express, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: Eau Claire Express. Down in Stout. So. Apparently used to gun hunt where my family gun hunts too up in uh, northern Wisconsin.
3: Oh wow! I know. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What was, it? what was it? So Andy told us a great story about uh, 2004 Saints winning Game Seven. Dave coming down from oh, from the press oh, box with his radio yeah. call. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent story. And Mark talked about Wild Thing Ricky Vaughn in uh, in Major League, which is a great film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of easy one though. Yeah. yeah. Trendsetter. Um, yeah. For the number two all-time greatest baseball song, Dave told us about Dr. John and Carly Simon's renditions of uh, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Yeah. That was cool, too. Yep. And he talked about uh, the 2015... Biggest pillow fight event at CHS. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And uh, pink Cadillac. Pink Cadillac. Yeah. Played by a sort of a ragtag band that he put together at the last minute. Well, oh, it was a a Joe celebrity. with Joe Piscopo. <laughs> celebrity. With Joe Piscopo. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And our superstar. Yep.
3: Yeah. And Mark talked about uh, GB Leighton's "Twins Territory" song yeah. for the 2010 season. So this has been pretty tight, and then we get to round one. And uh, Dave, Dave wrote down um, "Center Field" by John Fogarty which when I sort of made my list earlier of songs that were going to hit for me, I had that, and then uh, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline with the Red Sox, right? right? Oh, yeah, that's and a favorite. like that.
1: That's a huge favorite.
3: Mm-hmm. And you talked about uh, some Prince stories with the Saints, Raspberry Beret, Bill Murray, and then uh, a cover, The Day Prince Pass, which, which is a good story. And uh, Mark? told us about uh, his dirty dancing moments <laughs> from when I
1: was in sixth yeah. grade, sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> and he had the time Going of his life. Going to see the
3: twins at the dome with the Turtle Lake, probably middle school crowd. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, it was a good the time, boss man. On a good time back, so it, it's been tight. Yeah. All right,
0: so the judges we have Dustin Biestrm the main judge. We have Rob and Dana from Edina Realty, <laughs> Yvette, yeah. and so we're gonna give them a second to deliberate. We'll be back right back at you with the whoever wins. The Deep Purple Trophy. Dustin, do you have the winner?
3: Well, this has been a really tight battle, and uh, I'm really, and to be honest with you, I'm really pumped up yeah. for going to CHS here in June when, when the Saints yeah. get rolling. Um, I'm stoked for spring just from listening to some of these stories. Mm-hmm. And this was a really tough decision for me because it was kind of like, it was kind of like, it's a great, it's a great trophy, and it was kind of like, who earned it, and who would the trophy mean more to,
1: right? <laughs> and... Uh,
3: those decisions, I, yeah. I gotta give it to Dave. But wow, but I know, but I know Andy really wants that deep purple eight track. I should have brought two because
0: you know, you Andy, that was you know, did such you know. a good job, it was so awesome.
1: That's all right. I demand a rematch. Yeah, <laughs> I'll oh
3: load it to you. Oh my gosh, hey, thank you guys,
4: thank you no, guys. That's okay, Dave's that's okay,
3: Dave.
0: Dave. Do you have any? Uh, you worked hard for this. Do you, do you have any? Uh, uh, you've won the World Series of uh, podcasting. Yeah. What do you have to say for yourself? Are you I going should... to Disney World or are you going to B-Dale?
2: Uh,
0: I feel like a machine head, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for tuning Thank in you. to the Mark Terry Music Podcast. Thank <laughs> the folks for listening. Thank you to the B-Dale Club for having us here. Come check out the B-Dale. All right. Come see Andy down at the St. Saint Paul Saints this year. He does all the music director. And if you're interested in recording Organica Studios in St. Paul, Minnesota, Dave Wright, you can hear him in all the high school uh, and Hamlin University sports stuff. And you can still see him on opening night, on uh, open stage night at the Lighter in Roseville, calling on Monday nights. Me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, down, right, that guys, is we'll, St. Paul. It's we'll see you side. guys again. Yep. Have a great spring and enjoy baseball this year. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Stary Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.
4: car bungee cords keeps it from falling apart basement party cake stand while upside down i saw that girl again when my eyes met of that girl then and there she rocked my world in every single Drive an SUV with power locks, plays DVDs, another rush hour, traffic jam, but look at this girl holding my hand.